Hi everyone, welcome to Understand the Bible. In this session we're going to be looking at God, at who God is. And this is part four of the Westminster Shorter Catechism. Uh, so the question is, who is God or, or what is God, as they, they used to put it. I think that's just old-fashioned language. They sometimes used to use what in place of what where we would say who. doesn't really matter. But the question is, it seems like a bit of a funny question, doesn't it, to us? You might think, well, surely everyone knows who God is. People talk about God all the time. You know, oh, I believe in God. I don't believe in God. Um, but the thing is, that the question is, which God do you or don't you believe in? Because not everyone believes or, or doesn't believe in the same God. I find very often that people who reject God have actually rejected a caricature of God. You know, they have a vision of God in their minds, which is not true. And so they reject an idea about God, which is not true. I think sometimes people have a view of God as being like the biggest bully in the playground. And that's not that's not right. You know, God is not like that at all. But if you reject a God like that, you know, it's not it's not a surprise that you don't think um, that, that a God like that exists. Um, but we as Christians, on the other hand, need to have a right view of God and we need to to look into who he is. So this is what it says in John chapter 17, verse three. Now, this is eternal life that they know you, the only true God and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. So that's what Jesus said in John chapter 17 verse 3. That having eternal life is all about knowing God. And we won't go too much into this now, but it's just to say that eternal life really is knowing and loving God. That's what it's all about in the new creation that life, the fullness of life is meant to be lived with God and that we can't enjoy life and especially eternal life without knowing and loving God. And this is something that we'll come on to as we go through the catechism. We'll come back to it. But just to, by way of saying that if you want to start enjoying life, then we need to know God in the here and now. And we need to know him truly, because otherwise we'll think, you know, if we just think that God is the, the biggest bully in the playground, then we won't want to know him, won't want to, to walk with him through our lives. And, and that will be tragic. So let's spend a few minutes thinking about who God is. Now, in the catechism, this is what they say. This is question four. What is God? God is a spirit, infinite, eternal and unchangeable in his being, wisdom, power, holiness, justice, goodness and truth. So uh, there's no way we could possibly go through all of that in just a few minutes. But this is just a summary of who God is, is spiritual, infinite, eternal, unchangeable, and so on, all of those things. He is the most of all of those things. He's perfect love, perfect goodness, perfect justice, righteousness, all of those things. If you're actually looking for uh, sort of a more detailed explanation, I did a series on the website a few um, couple of months ago called Get to Know God, and that's available to read. And I'm hoping to do a video course about that um, sometime soon as well, uh, Get to Know God. But I've written in more detail about all of those things. Um, but let's just for now think about think about God. And you know, the whole idea behind this is so that we might know how big and infinite God is. You know, that's the purpose behind all of this, just knowing how how infinite God is. And um, let me read a couple of verses which talk about that and just say you know, how worthwhile it is getting to know God. 
So this is Job chapter 11, verses 7 to 9. Can you fathom the mysteries of God? Can you probe the limits of the Almighty? They are higher than the heavens above. What can you do? They are deeper than the depths below. What can you know? Their measure is longer than the earth and wider than the sea. The mysteries and the limits of God, it's deeper than the sea, higher than the heavens above. It's more than we can know. It's more than we can do. You know, God is just far bigger than anything. And that's why it's so important to know and to understand. Because I think so often people have an idea of God in their minds and they think, oh, I know God, he's like this or like that. But actually, you know, when we truly come to understand, I think most people have far too small a view of God. Even most Christians, and I include myself in that, have far too small a view of God. And we need to grasp how big God is. And that's a huge comfort to us. When we come to understand who God truly is, it puts our lives and the situations going on in the world into perspective. Do you remember at the start and the first session I was talking about a man who um, in all rioting and you know craziness going on, he was calm and serene and it was because he'd been through the catechism and he understood this. You know, he understood something of how big God is and you know, that put his the problems of the world and his life into perspective. And that's that's why it's valuable and important to know God. This is what it says in um, Exodus chapter 3, verse 14. And this is where God sort of reveals his name, if you like, uh, to, to Moses. God said to Moses, I am who I am. This is what you are to say to the Israelites. I am has sent me to you. This is what God says, I am who I am, that God defines himself, that we need to listen to who God is, because you know, no one is going, has got, you know, going to say, well, I think of God like this and I think of God like that. And God says, no, I am who I am. I will be who I will be. And you need to listen to me and understand who I am um, the, the one that's, that's speaking to you. Now, you need to listen to me in understanding who I am. And let's move on to the, the final verse, which is Exodus chapter 34, verses 6 to 7. And this is where um, the Lord reveals himself. This is where Moses is on Mount Sinai picking up the, the Ten Commandments. If you're you know um, uh, interested, uh, you can go and look it up uh, from Exodus chapter 34. And he, that's God, passed in front of Moses proclaiming, the Lord, the Lord, the compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness, maintaining love to thousands and forgiving wickedness, rebellion and sin. Yet he does not leave the guilty unpunished. He punishes the children and their children for the sin of the parents to the third and fourth generation. So this is where God reveals himself. This is where God says, this is, this is who I am, this is what I am. And he says he's uh, compassionate and gracious. Isn't that good news to think that God is compassionate and gracious and he's slow to anger. He doesn't get easy, uh, angry easily. And he's abounding in love and faithfulness and he maintains love to thousands and he forgives wickedness, rebellion and sin. But he doesn't leave the guilty unpunished. 
And we'll come on to how this all works out when it comes to Jesus and, and the cross um, and so on as we get, get to it. But isn't it great to think that God is a God of infinite power and splendor and majesty and all of those things. And yet he's a God of love and a God of faithfulness and he forgives us and he doesn't uh, count our sins against us and all of those things. And yet he doesn't leave the guilty unpunished as well. He's a God of justice. Isn't that good news? You just think about that for a second, how amazing it is that the God of, of majesty, of splendour, who made the heavens, who made all of the universe, might want to get to know and to love you and me. Isn't that an amazing thought? Now, whatever's going on in the world, whatever may be going on in your life uh, today, just to know that you know, we can know God. We can know the one who made all of this, who is infinite, who is unchanging, who is loving, who is faithful, all of those things. And if that's not an encouraging thought, then I don't know what is. Well, let's take a moment to pray and ask God that he would help us to know him better. Because, you know, like, like we've seen, knowing him is what it's all about. So let's ask God to, um, that he would reveal himself more to us. Whatever, however well we know him at the moment, we can always know him better because he's infinite. So let's take a moment to pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you are a God of love and faithfulness and justice and righteousness and holiness and all of those things. And we pray that you would help us to get to know you better, that you would reveal yourself to us through your word. And we pray that as we go through this catechism, uh, that you would help us to, you would use this to help us know you better. We pray that you would help us this day to put everything uh, that's happening in the world and in our lives into perspective, knowing how big and wonderful and amazing you are. Thank you, Lord, in, in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thanks very much for joining me today. Um, as you may have seen, I've got a new microphone and I've slightly adjusted the camera just in case you were wondering about that from, from last week. Um, so I hope everything has worked. Um, do please remember to uh, subscribe to the channel. Um, it just helps me out if people sort of subscribe and it helps you out because you get the videos um, when they're uploaded. And also um, there's a podcast if you want to get the audio version of this instead or as well if you use the podcast sometimes. And don't forget to check out the website where I still upload a written content like the Get to Know God series, which is available there and not on YouTube at the moment. So thanks very much for joining me today and I hope to see you again for another one of these very soon. But until then, God bless.